Hello and welcome to Funny Stuff, a comedy podcast about comedy. My name is Griffin and I'm joined as always by my brother, co-host, and partner in stupidity, Holden. I, hi. <laughs> I was in a good mood and then a lot of other nonsense happened and now I'm in not so good of a mood. My pop filter is broken. He is having to hold it Yeah, right now. I'm living up to my name. Ah, ha, 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 <laughs> I wasn't even going to make that stupid fucking joke. but I'm doing it before any of the audience members uh, can. Uh, by the way, I am Hi. also, I also, to quote Tom Hardy, to not Tom Hardy, Tom Cardi. Today I woke up sick. So I, I forgive me, Holden, and forgive me, audience, for any and all sniffles. But today we are covering the fourth and final part of James A. Castor's repertoire, which is called Recap, and it's available on Netflix. But before we get into that, Griffin, what is your current hyperfixation? Board games. I said current hyperfixation, not one that you've had your entire life. <laughs> well, no, it's it's especially bad now because I got a couple of board games for Christmas, uh, and one of them had to be taken back because I already got it. So I got a uh, gift card, and then or to two Barnes and Noble, and then when I get to Barnes and Noble to spend that gift card at another gift card I got, I find out board games are half off. Mm. So that got me thinking, or at least at that point, I don't know if they are anymore. I don't think they are. And long story short, since December 25th, I have received or purchased eight more board games to my fucking collection. Jesus Christ. Eight. That's One of them should be getting here today, and then three more are coming in the mail. Oh my god. The the one that I'm super excited for, in addition to Red Dragon Inn, because I'm always happy for more Red Dragon Inn characters, is a game called Dinosaur World. Dinosaur World. Dinosaur World. Where so you, you have are. more than one dinosaur-themed game. Yes, I will have more than one dinosaur-themed game. Griffin also got this game called Happy Little Dinosaurs. And the box art itself is fucking adorable. It's so cute. If you're having a bad day, Google image search Happy Little Dinosaur. You don't even need to get the game. I'm sure you'll find some really fun stuff with those pictures. Make sure you keep your safe search on. <laughs> so with Dinosaur World, it's... You're... you're I, <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but like... You are you are so mad right I'm now. I'm so mad about the Griffin. I just I'm trying to find a comfortable way to hold this pop filter, and Griffin just laughed at me while I was angry. You made a funny it. face because I was upset. Uh, but with Dinosaur World, you create your own dinosaur theme park. And Ruben brought up a very good point about how there are six entire movies about why this is a bad idea. <laughs> um, but it looks super fun, and I've been watching some gameplay video, and I do this incredibly neurotypical thing. Where if I hear about a game, and I hear it's good, uh, if I either watch a review of it but from, like, Shut Up and Sit Down or uh, ProZD, uh, or I watch a rules video, like a rules explanation video, I will know whether or not I will like that game. Yes, very neurotypical of me, I very mean, yeah. normal. Uh, Typically, knowing the rules of a game makes you understand whether or not you're going to like the game. Yeah, uh, so James William A. Caster is an English comedian, writer, presenter, and musician. As well as appearances on panel shows, he is known for the stand-up specials Repertoire, co-hosting the food, the food podcast Off Menu, and co-presenting the panel show Hypothetical. He has won four Chortle Awards, which I know we mentioned last time, because it gives me delight that there is a, a comedy award called the Chortle Award. Chortle is just a fun word to say. Uh, his most recent special was 2020's Cold Lasagna Hate Myself 1999, <laughs> which is a great name for a special. Uh, but we are covering uh, the Recap. last part of 
repertoire, which is Recap, and that was released in 2018, and it is not his first comedy special, but his first, like, Netflix one, because he's been on, like, Edinburgh festivals. And... I mean, if you want to get test tech, oh, God. He's done a lot of, um, like, stand-ups in other parts, or, like, you know, essentially the British equivalent of, like, Comedy Central stand-ups, where, you know, it might not have the whole thing easy to get, but I also have not done any Google searching. My brain just had a hard reset. I I, can, I, can I blue see that. screened in real life real I hard. saw that in your eyes. I, I I only see like your eyes and your nose and I just saw you completely hit a reset button in yeah. your brain. So, who am I? Where are we? What's going on? What are we doing? So, no. I did not like this special. Really? I really liked this I special. I did not like it. No. Now, I know we talked about this last time we covered Daniel Sloss, but now we have an actual disagreement. Yeah. I really liked this special. I did not. Well, I... fuck you. <laughs> so, I like you, James. I did, I, did I say I don't like James? No, I said I don't like this special. So Sounds like you just don't like James. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want to write James A. Caster off entirely, but I've liked, I feel like I've liked the repertoire specials less and less and that's a smart idea putting it in your sleeve i'm sorry sorry i had a hard reset on my brain and now i am smart um i feel like i've liked these specials less and less as we've gone on covering them uh-huh i feel like this one was a little too i guess self-indulgent it felt like self-indulgent for lack of a better term for lack of a better term it felt like he was calling back to a lot of bits in his last parts of repertoire which he i did 100 was which like i don't know i didn't remember a lot of them and i didn't find them as funny and i'll be honest i found the ha- the humor a little too british in this a little too british a little too british a little too british well elaged He's invisible. It's he's problem. invisible. It's his problem. I mean, yeah, the the humor is very British, but it makes sense because he's a very British. He comedian. is an incredibly British individual. There was some things in there where we were a little confused because of the terminology. Like he talks about being a lollipop man, which now is... I was I genuinely thought that a lollipop man was someone who sold like sweets, like lollipops and candy, because he talks about how he had an idea for an ice cream business where he would give free refills, but only on ice cream cones. And everyone thinks like, that's a bad idea. You're going to lose a lot of money on free refills. And he says, you're thinking that in the way of like a Nando's, which from what I understand is kind of like British IHOP. Like that's the kind of vibe. Right. And he talks about how he's in, he's going to be in a van. So like, if you want the free refill, you gotta, you gotta catch him. You gotta catch him and then also not eat the cone. Which is funny, but you he, know, that's a pretty good bit. He, he's talking about being a lollipop man after that, and I was like, okay, so I guess he just sells like candy off like a cart. No, it's, it's British a, for crossing yeah, guard. Yeah, it's British for crossing guard, which made the jokes. It, it, it makes sense because like, I, I looked up like, what the fuck is a lollipop man? Because I was genuinely getting kind of confused. Uh, and I was just along for the ride. I was along for the ride, but I was getting a little confused. And uh, I looked it up and I saw a picture. Of what a crossing guard looks like in England, and lollipop man is an accurate term. That's really funny because it is a circular. It's not like they're holding the hexagonal. It's an octagonal. octagonal the octagonal red stop signs that we have here in America. Uh, it is like a circular 
sign on a long says, pole. I want you stop, isn't it? Wouldn't you stop, isn't it? That's what it says instead. That's, <laughs> they don't have stop signs. They have, you stop, isn't it? Signs. <laughs> I'm sorry to any of our British f- fucking listeners. Except I'm 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 not. <laughs> we we are Irish. We're allowed to make fun of the British. We're American. We're allowed to make fun. Of the British. <laughs> we're also we're we are Americans we are living, of Irish descent. We are living. So we are allowed Briti- to make fun of the the British. We are living, breathing non-British people. We are allowed to make fun of the British. <laughs> Conquer the world for spice. Have the blandest food on the planet. How does it fucking feel? <laughs> But I, I do have to say, I kind of had high hopes going into this special because it opened really, really fucking strong. Like, it starts out with, it starts out, the light, it's all black and like these colored lights are kind of going crazy. And then it lights up. He walks out like not even a, hi, how you doing? Just he immediately launches into his, yeah. uh, his opening bit, which was. I don't even think he's fully on stage before he starts talking. No, he's not. He just starts fucking talking. Which is really funny. And he has his whole opening bit about bread, Mm. which is funny. It was pretty good. Yeah, I can't can't deny that I liked it. But as it went on, it kind of lost me because there were so many, if anything, too many callbacks to previous specials, which if you're calling, that's, for me, that's the wrong way to do callbacks. Because... You know, I know that not every comedy show is the first, but every comedy show could be someone's first introduction to that comedian. Right. So that's not a great way to get new people on board. And I get it. It's the fourth part of a, of a series of specials. That's what I was about to say is, so I get what you're saying. And I do understand. So, like, if you have, like, a, like a Daniel Sloss, mm-hmm. he talks about his previous specials in, like, like he talks about dark in Jigsaw. He talks about right. dark and Jigsaw in X, but he doesn't really make references to them mm-hmm. that heavy. Like he doesn't like make a joke and then say a reference like part of the punchline, if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Yeah, and then do like a little sly little wink. But those aren't meant to be watched like that. They're meant to just be watched as they come along. Which which is where fair. repertoire. I think it's meant to be consumed over the course of like a week or As even opposed a, to us who have been doing days. it over the course of a couple months yeah i think we we started repertoire it was warm out when we started repertoire. it was warm out when we started repertoire and now here we now are january yeah so i don't know maybe we should maybe something we should do is in a couple months come back to this and watch it all at once instead of dividing it up i think just to, just to, just to see more than a couple for... months, but yeah. I think eventually we are going to do. We've talked about it before on the show. Um, we are eventually going to come back to things we've already covered. Um, and when we come back to this, we're gonna. I'll I'll, I'll definitely say this we'll is do what I like a, do. a special. Do an extra long episode. Yeah. Well, we'll just have to watch four hours of comedy and then do an episode <laughs> right after. You heard it here first. Um, this is not. It, don't look forward to it. It's going to be a long way. Yeah, it's it's a long. I mean, look out. forward to it. Keep look forward to, to it. us. Keep but listening to us. Yeah, keep listening, please, please, please. And then you can stop after that episode. <laughs> or or don't. I know. mean, please. I prefer don't. you didn't. But I, if, you, if you you're could. gonna listen, if you're gonna listen, like you might as well get to that episode. Exactly. Yeah. Our James I mean, you, even said, you even said our James A. Caster episodes do really well. Our first two episodes about James A. Caster are like 
Monkey Banana, which is the part one, I think that's our number one performing episode right now. No shit. I think so. Last I checked, it was. It could be different now. Anyway, so I don't know if I think this was a bad special. I just didn't really enjoy it. This special, if you, so I think I'm going to finish a sentence. Okay. If you, (laughs) (laughs) this special is incredibly absurd. Yes. We've already talked about how James A. Caster is a great absurdist comedy comedian. <laughs> he is a great absurdist comedy. He is a great absurdist comedy, Ian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I enjoyed this as much as I did because to to use a phrase from a previous episode, um, I'm in the pond. <laughs> I'm really in the pond today. I, despite sleeping, I feel sleep deprived. Like last night, I was so tired, I felt like I was drunk. And he high. looked drunk too. And this morning, I feel kind of similar. Like I feel high right now. Mm-hmm. I made a joke to our mom last night where I was like, I, I just had one of those be- those great naps that when you wake up from it, you feel stoned. <laughs> and then I had said, Oh, who needs pot? Like you can just take a na- like just work six hours and then take a nap. <laughs> but yeah, I'm 100% in the pond right now. And being in the pond, you know, for me, it, there's a difference between menace to society and being in the pond. Yes, very being much in the so. pond, like I'll just do silly stuff that affects me. Menace to society, I'm just mean and terrible. <laughs> um, I'm a menace in the pond right now. <laughs> I'm a menace to pond society because I'm on my... I mean, that is just... An actual goose. I'm, yeah, I'm being, I really am being a regular, I'm just being a regular goose. Not a, not not a silly goose, a silly you are just goose. being a goose. I'm just being a goose. Um, which is great, because I've, <laughs> I've been, I've been holding back on some, uh, on a lot of my coworkers, I feel like. You know, I've been very nice to my coworkers. Uh-huh. And it's, everything's fine, but like I talked about, the last episode I was on, I talked about how I stopped picking sides with anyone's arguments and now I just shit talk both of them to their faces. And um, I've just been doing that more often and I've been doing it to people that think they're like never going to get shit talked to me or shit talked from me because everyone like knows like I'll shit talk the people that like I actually don't like (laughs) um, to their face. Right. Because I'm an asshole. But now everyone can get it. Like I'm not like equal opportunity shit talker. Yeah. I'm 100... These words are rated E for everyone. <laughs> I'm not going to fight anyone, but yeah, I've been shit talking every, even like my, my closest friend at work who like I've, I've held back on a lot of things because like she, she's dating someone and, and they're a little bit like younger than her and he's still in high school and she's not in high school. And like their age difference isn't that intense. He's 18 and she's 19. But I still, like, I told her the other day, I was like, I want you to know that, like, I have not been making fun of you for dating a high schooler and that those days are over. <laughs> and she was like, oh, uh, and I was like, you're fucked, bro. <laughs> so anyway, back to the special. What? So other than being in the pond right now, what else did you like about this special? I don't know. I just liked that it was absurd. I like absurdism comedy. That's fair. I I also like absurdist stuff but i don't know maybe it's maybe it's my my three edgy five u complex but i like absurdist comedy i don't know i like dark absurdist plays that are like nothing in life matters and that's bad yeah i mean i i like those too but i also have i like i also like to enjoy life and like 
not be sad all the time. That, no, that's fair. I, I, so, I completely agree. That's why I don't read a whole lot of Sartre. Sure. But no, I mean, it, you know, part of the subjectivity of comedy is that sometimes you'll just get the right special at the right time. Yeah. And I it'll mean, just kind of hit you in a certain way that, you know, you appreciate it. Just bit. ask me, what do I like about this special? Um, It made me laugh. That's... You know what? That is entirely <laughs> It made fair. me laugh and made me smile. So uh, with all that out of the way, let's move on to favorite and least favorite bit after a quick break. Uh, ads. <laughs> Here's ads. And then I said, I can believe it's not butter. My friend was telling me that he wanted to make a podcast and he can't figure it out. Like he's never heard of Anchor. Anchor is the best way to start a podcast. It's free to use and provides recording and editing tools you can use straight from your smartphone or computer. When you upload to Anchor, they distribute your podcast to many platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And, with no minimum listenership, you can make money on your own podcast. Make your own podcast with the free Anchor app or by going to anchor.fm today. Hi, I'm Milo. I'm an executive producer at Biopunk Media and the producer of Funny Stuff, the podcast you're currently listening to. Griffin and Holden are not just some of my closest friends. They're more like my brothers at this point, and I want to do everything I can to make sure that the art that they make gets seen. So, with that said, Apple and Spotify care a lot about ratings and reviews for new podcasts. It tells them that people are enjoying the show, and also it tells the app to recommend funny stuff to new listeners. Please, please, please take a quick moment to just like and review funny stuff. I can't overstate how much it helps our boys. Also, Recommend funny stuff to your friends, your family, your mailman, your dog. There's a little bit of something in this show for everyone. Funny stuff is still very new, and word of mouth is the best advertising there is. Last but not least, check out our new website. You can find it linked in the description of this episode or at biopunkmedia.card.co. Card is spelled with two R's. That's biopunkmedia.card.co for social media links, episode transcripts, and all things biopunk. And that covers it. Drink water today. If you haven't, remember that you are so loved, at least by me, and probably the boys too. And enjoy the rest of the show. And we're back. Quote from my dad this evening while discussing architecture. The World Trade Center was horrible. The way it was torn down was not appropriate, but it needed to go. Ah, uh, now we're back. Oh my fucking God. Jesus Christ. That's one of those things that I stumbled across. I'm like, Oh, I know exactly where I'm using this. You're terrible. You're awful. So what was your favorite bit? My favorite bit was when he's singing the song about uh, Kettering Town Football Club. Or Kettering Town. Kettering Town. Um, he, he sings this little thing and he's like, this is what they uh, chant at the football games for Kettering. Um, and it's like, they spell out Kettering and then they spell out town. And then they say Kettering Town FC, which is football club. And, like, he starts the bit by saying, like, it's he starts by talking about how Kettering is spelt Kettering, but everyone calls it Kettering because of the glottal stop on, yeah, the, and, and, and on the double of, T and because of Brit cause British. Because British. But then he, he says he made a remix of this song, and he, he had a real, um, I think it was Bingo is his name-o vibe to it. Yeah. So he's dropping a or head, shoulders, knees, and toes. That's what he um, says, but it, it, bingo is also uh, appropriate. Right. So he's dropping a letter each time he's singing it, but it's like it's 
K and an E and a T and a T. So at a certain point, he's just going and a, and a, and a, and a, and it just sounds like he's having the world's <laughs> worst like stroke mixed with like stammering fit, and it's insane. I'm gonna actually agree. I didn't love that bit at first, but by the end, it really won me over. Like at first, like when he went to the K, I was like, "Oh my god, he better not like just stop at like the first T." No, he better he not committed just be like, to the he bit. One hundred percent committed. He did Kettering Town. It was insane. Yeah, Kettering and and or he did rather he didn't do Kettering Town. Shut up. <laughs> At a point, like, it's like a key, 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 K and an E and a T and a T and an ING, but he doesn't just go like, he doesn't take the whole ING out. He takes each letter out individually. It's, it's a lot. It's, it, it's so, it's so much. It is so fucking funny. I, at a certain point, I thought I was having a stroke. <laughs> I thought he was having a stroke. I thought everyone in England was having a stroke because that's where he's from. It's one of those things that, you know, it starts out, for, for me at least, it, was, it starts out, oh, this isn't very funny. But by the end, it's really fucking funny because it just goes on for a while and he is committing to the fucking It, it definitely is one of those things where it started out, for me, it started out funny. And then at a certain point, it got a little not funny. But that's just because I thought I was dying. And then it got really funny. So what was your least favorite bit? Or did you have a least favorite bit? Uh, I don't think I did have a least favorite bit because my favorite, my least favorite bit was pretty much the rest of the special. Really? I, you didn't like the bread jokes. The bread jokes were good. The bread jokes were good. But even then, I, I don't know. I feel like I've laughed harder at some of his earlier stuff. But again, I kind of think I've lost interest and I, I I don't really Mm. find him as funny as I did when I first did. I don't know. I'm still 100% willing to give Cold Lasagna Tour, Hate Myself, 1999, <laughs> a, a, a fair shot. And I'm looking forward to returning to this and watching it all at once. And like, maybe that's how it's supposed to be watched and I'll enjoy it more. Right. Um, but I didn't really enjoy this special as much. But if I have to give a specific bit that I think that I'm thinking about it now, I liked the bread bit. I did not like the gluten free bread bit. Yeah, that was a little dumb. That was, it just wasn't I did kind of like that, like, thematically, it does follow, like, it, he, bread is cool and gluten-free bread is all right. But, that is like, another, that it is, followed the, the trend of, like, the jokes he makes about bread, he makes the exact same jokes about gluten-free bread. Yes. And the punchline yes. is basically, it's similar but not as good. He does the same thing about apricots, and that's actually something I really did like about the special. Did it? I did, I did not like that. I didn't like that it was, I I can appreciate the commitment to the bit that it is basically word for word, except for these were, except for like one thing, the same bit. I can appreciate that. I didn't like that it was basically the exact same bit twice in a row. Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. not, and like not even, it was like, it was basically this bit, a transition where I'm going to, or I'm going to tell you what I'm going to change and this bit again. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Griffin lacks vision is what I'm <laughs> If If that's what you want, if that's what we want to go with, fine. So Griffin. Okay. Out of 10 comedy podcast hosts that lack vision. <laughs> oh, fuck you. What do you rate James Act? Oh, A-caster, fuck. A-caster. I don't know if I can rate this with that. That's fucking mean. <laughs> that's mean. 
What, do you feel targeted? You shouldn't feel targeted. <laughs> why shouldn't I feel targeted? Because I'm not targeting you. Give me one Give me one good reason why I shouldn't feel targeted. Because there are a shit ton of comedy podcasts about comedy with comedians on it who lack vision. I Okay, fine, whatever. I'm going to give this... I'm stuck between giving it a three and a half and a four. Like, it's not terrible. James A. Caster's a fine comedian. I just really didn't like this special specifically. So I'm going to say four. I'll be generous and give it a four. Okay. I'm giving it a seven, seven and a half. Okay. Okay. Nothing more to say. Just you're going to give it a seven and a half. You lack vision. (laughs) Show's canceled. (laughs) I'm going to go live amongst my brethren in the pond. (laughs) So that brings us to the end of talking about the special. But before we go, Holden, what funny this week? You ever hear this guy? Named Brian David Gilbert. Oh, I fucking love Brian. Da- I wish Brian David Gilbert did stand up. I wish so Brian David Gilbert. We need Gilbert to figure out a, a way to cover come him. Come on this show. I yeah. I one. I want Brian David Gilbert. I actually, I don't think he would be good at stand up. I just don't think that's where his humor lies. No. Um. So we need to figure out a way to cover him because I want to and I fucking love him. We'll do like a special or something. Yeah. And two, Brian, if you're Mr. David Gilbert, if you're listening to the show, please come on the show. I am a huge fan and I'd love to get your. Email us. Email us. I let. I know you, you have a great tweet about how you and Chris Fleming share a birthday, so you believe in astrology now. <laughs> um, so we'll cover Chris Fleming because I need your thoughts. But anyway, your actual point. Uh, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Brian David Gilbert uh, is the host of, or was the host of Polygon's show Unraveled, where he will unravel these things about video games. He'll talk about video games. Like he talks about the Zelda timeline and he, he makes it make sense, but he does it in a very unhinged way. He is a very (laughs) unhinged human being. Um, he left Polygon in 2020, 2019, 2020, because he was doing stuff during COVID. Yes. Um, and I just think he's fucking hilarious. One of the things he's been doing, um, and he started doing this while he did this pre Polygon and he did this, during Polygon, now he's continuing post-Polygon, um, he makes little YouTube videos. And they started out, like, just, like, little things that, like, kind of went viral. Mm-hmm. And then they're just also stupid, unhinged things. He actually, I'm remembering this now, he does one of my absolute favorite Vines ever. I didn't realize it was him until, like, I had become an actual fan of his. But it's, uh, he's driving in the car and he goes, oh, God, it's Paul. Hey, Paul. And then it's a waving skeleton that just goes, the world will be reduced to ash. I didn't know that was, that him. was That's him. That's great. That's him. I have the same feeling about f- here understanding that the hot boy vine is the McElroy's. Is the McElroy's. Yeah. Um, but so Brian David Gilbert does these fun little videos and he started doing this thing a little while ago where he does video tutorials on mm-hmm. things he's not really qualified <laughs> to talk about. So he has how to make pepcorn, which we've made. Um, and it's such a good snack. And I could go I really, for some popcorn right now. I want Lao Gan Ma in my life. I need to fucking get more of that. He has a hair tutorial where he cuts his own hair, <laughs> and it's really funny. He has a one where he bakes cookies, although that's talking about cookies and talking about... Um, his top five video games yeah. of, I think, 2021. Yeah, honestly, I fucking love that video. That video is so good. But he had his most recent video is How to Be a Midnight Gourmand. Now, a gourmand... Is a term that I feel like not not enough people know. Okay. There's a person. There's a, a type of person known as a gourmet. Right. Someone who's a gourmet likes gourmet food. Mm-hmm. A gourmand 
is a person who likes food and eats a lot of food. It's so it's a glutton. It's okay. basically like a glutton, but a fun way to say a glutton. Now, this video is really fun and really funny. And he he's talking about how to make like fun because to be a midnight gourmand is talking about midnight snacks. Uh-huh. So to be a midnight gourmand, he has a mnemonic device, which is <laughs> heh nice. <laughs> and heh nice stands for healthy effort, nearby ingredients, and I think it's culinary exploration. <laughs> um I haven't watched this, I need to. You need to. It's it's a great fucking video. Um it's really funny and it's also really interesting. I love when people who aren't really chefs talk about like food because mm-hmm. a lot of people have food experience just for cooking for themselves. So he talks about like the best kind of midnight snacks mm-hmm. and he's like, these are just springboards for you. You be creative. You get whatever you need. But let's get to the the, the part that I know we're, we're both anticipating here. So he opens this video in maybe the funniest way possible <laughs> where it's, all you can see that it's like a dark room, and you just hear him making like kind of noises. I don't have to edit this episode. Yeah, I'm sorry for anyone who doesn't like math sounds. I promise I won't do it again. Um, this episode at least. <laughs> and then the lights turn on, and he like turns and looks at the camera, and then he just fucking screams, <laughs> and then it cuts off the scream. And I have been obsessed with it for the past like. Maybe five days. Very, there is, there's very little in this world as good as a good editing joke. And the best kind of editing joke is a, oh yeah, it's the only TikTok that I have ever made is a perfectly cut screen TikTok. (laughs) Go follow me on TikTok. I think it's just Holden McNeil seven. It's. It's just good shit, man. Just go watch that one TikTok. I don't post regularly. if, If it's still around, find the several Twitter accounts that are perfectly cut screams. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they're... Just go on YouTube and we'll look up a perfectly cut scream. Please indulge, because perfectly cut... This is about Brian David Gilbert, but it's also about perfectly cut screams. Perfectly cut screams are some of the funniest shit in the world. Please, if you are not They're God's gift to comedy. They are God's gift to comedy. If you are not familiar or a big fan of perfectly cut screams, change that. You'll make your life better. So... That brings us to the end of yet another episode. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. Uh, We hope that you were able to laugh at us, if not laugh with us. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, great thoughts, personal... Perfidal! If you have any questions, comments, concerns, great thoughts, personal epiphanies, requests, or recommendations, feel free to reach out to us at funnystuff.pod at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at funny.stuff.pod. Holden, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter, um, at Donut Daddy, old English spelling of dough, uh, Donut underscore Daddy. Find me on TikTok, uh, that one TikTok, I already said the TikTok <laughs> thing, and I'm not going to plug that all the time. I, I still have very little updates on the projects. I have not worked <laughs> on them at all because I was on vacation, but I'm going to start working on them now. And we'll be back next week with Kyle Kinane's special, I Liked His Old Stuff Better, which is available on YouTube. Thank you once again so, so, so much for listening, and we will see you next time on The Clown Show. Bye-bye.